Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're now joined by two representatives of the American Legion to talk about a wonderful program, the American Legion's Operation Comfort Warriors. Joining us to talk about that are Bruce Drake, Assistant Director for Troop and Family Support, and past National Commander of the American Legion, Jim Couts. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us, and good morning to both of you. Good morning, sir. Thank you, and good morning. So, Operation Comfort Warriors, give me just a little bit of background on what this program is and where it began. Commander? Well, Operation Operation Comfort Warrior is a, a program that's it's dedicated to the needs of our wounded, our injured, or ill military personnel. You know, we provide either recreational or rehab and comfort items to to our wounded, wounded or ill or injured soldiers. Uh, we give them comfort items. Not usually, it's not provided by the U.S. government. So that's just some of the things we do. It's a very important program to the American Legion and especially to me. And Bruce, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, it's, it got started uh, years back, but then kind of late dormant. And then when I was national commander in uh, 2012-13, this is one of my, this was my main project to raise money for for this program. And uh, and it's a good thing. It's still going strong. You know, we uh, I know that national organization and Bruce go out to places almost every week to uh, kind of, give donations and buy things for these uh, soldiers. Plus, we're also going to be hospitals now where some of the soldiers are getting rehab. So, you know, it's a, it's a very great program. Bruce, if I can ask you, as Jim just told us a, a little bit about the background of the program, you know, the government does a lot for our wounded warriors, but obviously there are some things that they do not or cannot do for them. How do you see Operation Comfort Warriors fitting into that space? And can you tell us what kind of items uh, Jim was talking about that we give to our wounded warriors through the program? Uh, certainly, sir. Um, what Operation Comfort Warriors is designed for, as you said, is to meet the gaps. A lot of times uh, the injured veteran or the service member, uh, they go, they're going through the therapy, and sometimes they're coming back from the battlefield immediately you know, flown directly from Afghanistan or Iraq, Syria, straight back to Walter Reed or launched to a hospital over in Germany and basically wearing nothing but a, a towel or a blanket to cover their bodies. So, and then their stuff has to come back to them over the period of t- several days. What we do is we provide comfort care kits, razors, clothing items, shoes for them at those immediate care facilities so that they have something when they're more ambulatory while they're waiting for their other stuff to come back from their deployment, and they can then wear regular clothing instead of a hospital outfit. And then the long-term care side, as the commander mentioned about us going into the VA hospitals now on a more regular basis, we're actually working with the physical therapists and well as the prosthetic labs uh, at these hospitals when they are working with the patients who have lost a limb or have serious uh, traumatic brain injuries in there going through major processes of rehabilitation. And a lot of times, 
the therapist will recommend a certain piece of equipment or recreational item for that veteran so that they can rehab while they're at home instead of having and then but the problem is is the veteran is now on a medical military retirement because he's no longer in the service and he's trying to make ends meet and he can't afford that recommended item right so normally then the VA hospital lets us know, or the veteran can actually recommend them, uh, make a request themselves on our website at, on www.legion.org forward slash OCW, and they can recommend a veteran or someone, or they can recommend themselves for assistance. And then we have a local Legion uh, post officer, you know, standard Legion post just on the street in, his, uh, in the veteran's hometown will get the call from us saying, hey, can you coordinate and help us develop this grant? And then we see, one, whether the item that's being requested uh, will help the veteran recover or rehabilitate, and two, it won't cause him any further damage from, from the injuries he's already received. And then we try and work the grant usually within uh, several weeks, we can get the grant approved and del- deliver the item to him in, a, in, sh- in as fast a manner as possible. He said, for examples, uh, we had a veteran in, Min- uh, in Michigan. Uh, he would lived several hours away from the VA hospital, but his his therapy plan called for him to go down to the VA hospital, which is about 70 miles away, three times a week, just to lift some weights. Hmm for two hours with the therapist and then come drive back home. Well, that really limited his ability to work a full-time job. Right. So what we did is we bought him a weight set so he can work out one or two times a week at home, track it on a log, and then he doesn't have to make that trip three times a week down to the VA hospital down in Ann Arbor. So that saves him travel, saves him time away from family, gives him an opportunity to actually uh, find a local job, you know, get back to his normal life. Um, another example was uh, we had a uh, young veteran. He goes to the Minneapolis VA hospital for traumatic brain injury care. Uh, he, he had a, an explosion in Iraq, and he had damage to the frontal portion of his skull. And he, he recovered properly as well as he could, but it turned out that the damage to the front part of his brain caused him to lose the ability to read. And then the VA uh, therapist was working with him and said, we got this great program on your laptop, but he couldn't afford the $125 that the software cost for him to load it up himself. So the VA uh, occupational therapist called us, and not only did we agree the grant on that very day, when we called the software company in California and told them about the program, they actually cut the cost of the software in half, so it went from $125 to $50 because of the fact that we were buying it for the veteran. And now he's working in, on a reading program. You know, he's 34 years old, and he's, work, he's reading with his uh, two-year-old son. <laughs> so he's back reading again, though. Wow. It sounds like a program that's really doing a lot of good, and we're speaking right now with uh, we're speaking with Bruce Drake, Assistant Director for Troop and Family Support of the American Legion, and Past National Commander of the American Legion, Jim Couts, about Operation Comfort Warriors, a wonderful program doing a lot for our wounded warriors out there. And Jim, all that stuff that, that Bruce just mentioned, it, it costs money. 
And I know that during your time as National Commander, as you said, you made this your big ticket item that you wanted to focus on with a goal of raising half a million for the program. Well, in that year of uh, 2013, you guys raised over a million dollars to aid injured service members. How important is it that we keep a program like this going and how do we continue to fund it as someone who was able to raise so much money for it? How do you look at that? Well, you know, I think it's very important that we keep this program going. We all know that we're going to keep having uh, injured, wounded, ill soldiers uh, as long as this war and terror terror goes on, uh, probably even after that. But uh, some of the ways, you know, we raise money is, is not even, not just private donations, because we do, do receive a lot of private donations. But also we we have, the, you know, the American Legion post all around uh, all around the country. We have the American Legion auxiliary units and the sons of the American Legion and also the American Legion riders that uh, go out and have different benefits uh, all over the country. And then they... Uh, dedicate this money to Operation Comfort Order so we can help all of our troops and, and do the things they do. And one thing that, you know, that we might mention is Operation Comfort Order, that uh, all the proceeds, every dime, every penny of that money goes to the, all 100% of it goes to the program. We have no administrative costs come out of that. That's all paid by, out of our general fund in the American Legion by our dues. And, you know, uh, that's some some things that, other programs that don't do that, but we uh, we make sure that all 100% of your donation goes uh, to helping either the soldier uh, that's injured or ill or been wounded or any other veterans that might be in a, a veterans hospital. Right. Hey, Bruce, you know, I was just thinking about the fact that a lot of people might think of, you know, putting together a care package to send to a VA hospital or or doing something like that. Is there any way that this program kind of benefits them to actually look into donating to uh, the uh, uh, Operation Comfort Warriors program as opposed to trying to do it themselves? Why should they look at you guys as a, a viable option? Well, sir, we, we actually make make the grants up tailored for the VA hospital direct needs. Um, when you talk about the care packages, I received uh, ten boxes just the other day from a, from a veteran in uh, where Montana, and he had took the time and built uh, ten small care boxes and sent them to me for delivery to a local hospital. And I actually ended up taking them over to our local Indianapolis homeless veterans program because the program I did not have any requests from hospitals for the items that he had packed in those boxes. And that's sometimes what happens when those boxes get built and sent to a hospital without advanced preparation. And whenever we build a grant for a VA hospital, we've done, let's see, over 20 grants this year to VA hospitals across the United States. And what we do is we work with the VA administration to determine what their needs are based off their programs and where they're being shorted by the federal funding, as well as we talk to the local legionnaires in that state and that community saying, what program do you want to benefit at the VA hospital? Because you're the patients, those veterans are the patients at that hospital. So we have buy-in from both the local veterans as well as the hospital administrative staff on the items that are purchased for the hospital. A perfect example is Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, the VA hospital there had a specific request for 
they have an inpatient VA a veterans clinic for uh, opioid addiction and pain management uh, to get pay, uh, veteran patients off of the opioid drugs and get them off of the illicit drugs. And they're teaching them to do it by alternative pain methods. And one of them is cooking and that they can focus on it. The, but they didn't have, the VA did not get funding from the federal government for reestablishing the kitchen there for that uh community care clinic, which is a 30-day lockdown process. So we went in with a grant and actually paid for the refurbishment of the kitchen area as well as a brand new stove for that care clinic. And that hastened that program into operation two years faster than the federal funding would have gotten to it. So that's two years of care that the patients in Arkansas were getting before they would have been able to do it by standard federal budget. Wow. And really impressive work. And I continue to be astounded by the great work that the American Legion is doing for all of our veterans, and in this case, for our wounded warriors out there. Now, we're speaking with Bruce Drake, who's the Assistant Director for Troop and Family Support at the American Legion, and the Legion's past national commander, Jim Couts, about Operation Comfort Warriors. Jim, this was your National Commanders Project in 2013. You had a goal of half a million. You raised a million. As someone who obviously believes in this program so strongly and witnessed it so up close and personal, what is it that you think people should know about Operation Comfort Warriors? What is it that you'd like the public in general and veterans specifically to know about this program that means so much to you? Well, you know, I think that we need to just need to let the public know uh, what we do, and uh, main thing is we're taking care of our wounded warriors, and you know we we give them more than just clothes. Uh, we provide entertainment for them sometimes. Uh, we take them to dinners and sporting events. We also have have trips to uh, different amusement parks around the country. And one thing the public needs to know is what I said while ago is that all hundred percent of their donation. Uh, goes to Operation Comfort Order and and to the troops and uh, some of the veterans at the VA medical centers that are going through rehab. You know, it's a it's a very important program to me. You know, some of the things that we've done here just just lately, uh, we've always had this uh, Operation Comfort Order dinner at Walter Reed in D.C. and uh, there they we had over seventy soldiers there that were either medically retired or wounded. Engine, they were there in, at the National Press Club on September, in September, and we gave them uh, Samsung tablets and other sporting equipment for maybe whatever they might need to, for their rehab. That's just, you know, a bat. And, uh, we had a $10,000 grant to the St. Louis VA healthcare system at, at the Jefferson Barracks. So there's many things that, uh, that we do uh, to help our, our troops and our, our veterans around this country. And I think the people need to know how much that we really do. And like I said, with uh, the national staff and Bruce going around to different different places, uh, uh, visiting these people, that you know he's he's not paid out of uh, uh, of this fund. He gets paid by the national organization out of our dues. So that's you know that's some of the things I think that we need to be sure and let the public know. Absolutely. Well, I have a question for you, Bruce, is that, you know, at this point in time, things are 
um, not as rough as they were, let's say, in Iraq and Afghanistan for a while, where we had uh, thousands of wounded every month, it seemed, uh, deaths every day, it seemed. Uh, things have slowed down a little bit as far as the pace of the number of people coming back uh, with severe wounds. Uh, and I think maybe that's caused some people to put programs that help our wounded warriors a little bit on the back burner for them because they just don't see it every day. How important is this program knowing that many of our wounded warriors who may have been hurt quite a while ago are still in that recovery process? How important overall do you think it is to keep programs like Operation Comfort Warriors in the forethoughts of people's minds? Well, honestly, I can tell you, we are at the critical point of care for our veterans. As you mentioned, it's not on the news every day because we're not seeing the higher level of casualties overseas. But all the casualties over the last 16 years that have survived their injuries due to the excellent military medical care facilities at Walter Reed or the Brook Army Medical Hospital in San Antonio where they take care of all the traumatic uh, uh, what they call polytrauma amputations and burn injuries from all the IEDs, they are... The young men and women who have been injured on the battlefield in the last 15 years, if it was in an earlier war, they would not have survived. And with that survival, that high survival rate from these serious injuries requires a long-term care process. And as they're being medically retired from the military, they're going to get that care from the VA hospitals. And two years ago, past National Commander Couts and American Legion leadership made the decision that we need to focus on the VA hospitals as well as our military hospitals so that we can continue the care of these grants to our veterans who are going through, as they say, life-changing injuries. So we're dedicated for the long haul with this program to help our veterans. And as long as we have media that's aware of what we do and helps the community find out about us, we'll continue to help out those veterans. And if people are interested in finding out about Operation Comfort Warriors, whether it's something that they just want more information on, whether they, as you said, have someone that they have in mind that could possibly use assistance, or if they're looking to donate, what's a good place for them to go to get the best information on Operation Comfort Warriors? Well, the very best way is to go to our website. It's www.legion.org forward slash OCW. Or you can call our 800 number. My, OC, my office line is uh, 317-630-1255. And then our 800 number is 1-800-433-3318. All right, fantastic. So great ways for people to be able to find out more about Operation Comfort Warriors and need to point out that any donation you make to Operation Comfort Warriors, it's tax deductible as well. We've been speaking with Bruce Drake. He's the Assistant Director for Troop and Family Support at the American Legion and past National Commander of the American Legion, Jim Couts, about Operation Comfort Warriors. This was Jim's 2013 National Commanders Project, and that year raised more than $1 million to help aid our wounded warriors through this program and the need to help them continues and this program continues on strong 
again, run by the American Legion, but with the support of their membership and the wonderful citizens of these great United States of America. I want to thank you, Bruce, Jim, both of you gentlemen. Thank you so much for what you have done and what you continue to do for our veterans. And thank you so much for joining us on the morning briefing. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having us on. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 